speaking. Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you, man? Hey. What's up? How's it going, man? How the fuck are you, brother? I'm good, man. Good to see you. Good to see you too, man. Good to see you. I think bottom right is uh, enable video if you want to do that. Otherwise, hey, amazing. Fucking hey, man. Ah. Digging it. I like the setup. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> cheers, man. <laughs> and is it, is, uh, no, is you the volume first. okay? Oh, uh, if you, you can, you can go a, a tick up. I reckon. Yeah. Okay. Maybe just uh, uh, do a little bit of a zoom's pretty good. It lets you, you know, do all the things. How's that? Uh, that better? Go a scooch higher, just a scooch. But otherwise, we're good to go. Oui. Hello. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okie dokie. <laughs> um, I'm trying the Zoom backgrounds thing, but anyway. How's that? Uh, yeah, perfect. Literally perfect. Is that any better? Um, yeah, man. Oh, I can't I hear, hear you now. now. Two seconds. Oh, wait. Oh, I've got you now. You got me? Excellent. All right. Um, I'm actually yeah, going to... Sorry, man. This. It's the... Uh... Don't, don't stress at all. It's all good. I will jump straight in. I'll just do the whole thing and then, yeah, man, have a good show. All right. In three yeah, and man. a two and a one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the Mastodon podcast. I am Albert, and I'm joined once again by Danny. How are you doing, Danny? I'm good, man. How are you? Living it, man. Living, living this life we're all living <laughs> globally nice. and uh, on every level, spiritually, physically, nutritionally. Fucking, good, man. you know, trying to, trying to be good with that stuff. But anyway, um, we're going to be talking about health a little bit, actually, in this whole episode about um and some of the kind of uh, timeless concepts of um you know uh, especially mental health we'll, we'll we'll go into that i think we we've that's the fastest we've snapped to mental health <laughs> since the last <laughs> i think um especially since i think you were on three we celebrated um well obviously there was the the aquarium performance coming up at the time mm. you know yeah man uh, but yeah how have you been since then man uh, yeah up and down but mostly good yeah man that's cool i can you? see it i can see it in your face um <laughs> it's written all over your face um, <laughs> uh, yeah man um rest in peace naima chowdhury my mother-in-law to be oh, passed yes. away yeah sorry yeah. to hear about that that's okay and anyone who has uh, um you know been affected you know I, I think it's interesting the past couple of albums buddy with with mastodon have been this um you know uh, i actually was re i did the, the pilgrimage i call it where i watch all of the master documentaries you know oh, awesome. in sequence i desperately wish and hope that I, we'll we'll find out that some sneaky footage was taken during remissions recording during leviathan's recording because they're such like seminal records but who knows um 
who knows what will turn up in the old uh, Mastodon archives, which again, from the Mastodon Museum, which you and I will end up curating one fucking one day. <laughs> I'm just listening to the Jack White. Uh, he's giving that, um, he's talking about all these third man records that he's opening. So we obviously mm. have to have the London wing of the Mastodon um, Museum. Yeah, master Zeum, if we want to think of it <laughs> and the, the full circle has to be that each of them has to have like a legit mastodon skull in the in the foyer right ace fucking oh, of course um i recently got the um the workhorse chronicles again i i had it years ago and i lent it out to somebody and uh i never got it back fuck yeah man it's the masterverse uh, I, dude it's it's it is it has that quality of like you know, that's why I think you and I riff on Ghost a bit because Ghost partakes in that idea of myth building and world building a bit with all of their, you know, the oh, Amadeus yeah, poster and, you know, the new album evoking, you know, Alistair Crowley <laughs> and stuff. Um, yeah, of course. And Mastodon do that with their motifs and stuff. And again, I think Paul was so fucking kind, um, Romano, when we had that Grammy thing happen. Um, oh, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And he and, and I was like, well, it's just all you guys. You guys make that super rewarding to, to to view closely and interpret and reinterpret actually because every time you revisit a certain art certain timeless art like you bring a new self to it and it and it sort of is this living thing it's not just this one and done disposable okay on to the next one they're these yeah. like kind of artifacts which i love that you have in the back there you know you just made paul <laughs> smile uh with the uh that's fantastic well, i love it i got the you got the eagle mm-hmm that came Such with the um, the Spotify fan first version of the Hushed and Grim record. This fucking guy. The only reason I bought it, I was like, "Yeah, I'll have that." <laughs> Loving it, dude. I'm I'm digging it. But yeah, um, no. So so uh, this is a teensy bit belated, um, listeners and viewers. Um, we we <laughs> wanted to uh, um, talk about. I heard that chuckle. We wanted to talk about um, the 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 sort of kindred aspects between these two records which both came out in march um of their respective years so 2009 and 2017 uh, crack the sky and emperor of sand originally i was going to call the episode um uh, emperor of sky but it's like no i like thousand sultans man like we yeah. want to um we want to uh dive into here's the thing is is again as i rewatched guess what i rewatched the documentaries and i picked up on you know, brand new things that were mentioned, uh, brand Dela new things that were mentioned. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, and also by the way, little, um, shouts out to fucking big business <laughs> who, um, Dan, I had never, I had not noticed this, uh, in the making of blood mountain, um, brand opens the door to the documentarian. He's actually wearing a big business shirt in like 2005. Fucking oh, no this way. is, this is during that, like, you know bring on the waterworks or whatever their their first yeah records called and it's like or even yeah before that so he was fucking hard and i fucking love big business they are they are so ahead of their time and no wonder like i heard that you know brent was into them and, and oh he, yeah i think they brought him on tour or something and well so when i saw great. him when i saw yeah, him yeah. on the i think it was i think it was once more around the sun's tour mm-hmm. they brought big business to the uk mm-hmm. and um they did this thing where they, they came out on stage and the singer started telling a story. Jared. And then 
all yeah. of a sudden, bang, they just go into a song. The song ends, the story <laughs> carries on. And then you just don't expect, you don't know when the song's going to come Aww. in. And they they just absolutely slayed. They had, uh, I think they had two drummers at that show as well. Oh, Cody and um, Cody shouts the fuck out doing um, great stuff with High on Fire now, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Cody Scott Willis and Melvin's to High on Fire. Yeah, uh, which man. is fantastic. Oh, dude, I envy, man. I, I, I truly envy. The thing is, we're in bumfuck here in Australia. It's it's tough. <laughs> and and it's very, you know, because it's just an, a couple of, it's, you know, musicians already live pretty stressful lives just with the baseline of, you know, needing to, you know, unless you're like on that super, well, you know, like big business, I really, I am heavily fucking manifesting for them. Like every, every good thing in the world to Jared and Cody. <laughs> and I will at one point, you know, we'll see, you know, cosmos willing, uh, just get them on a show. I have so so many questions, and like I have questions for every single fucking song they've done. And lonely, <laughs> lonely. I have to ask Jared, like, why do you make your voice sound like a husky fucking Hesher Paul McCartney on Lonely Lyle? Like, why do you do that? Like, that's amazing. <laughs> um, I haven't um, listened to them in so long. I'm going to listen to them after we've done this. You should, dude. You it's should. Been, it's been a while. But what I figured we'd do, man, is. You know, I, I with these two records, first of all, I want to throw it to you. It's just that alchemy, that Jodorowsky and alchemy of like, Danny, crack the sky. Where were you? Your thoughts on the record, particular idiosyncratic memories. And then we'll do the same for Emperor of Sand. Um, I just I hadn't heard anything from the record. Mm. I just went out and bought it Ooh, and, fuck um, yeah. and I just put it on. And the, the first song, Oblivion, the whole thing was just kind of like, <laughs> just like, wow. And then the next mm. bit comes in, wow. And then all of a sudden that chorus comes in and it just completely floored me. And it was like, I know that Mastodon have always been an emotional band, but that was kind of the first record where they, they, they were a bit more vulnerable. Yeah, man. If you know what I mean? There was a, there's a bit more personality to it rather than with the myths and stuff like that. Yeah, so that kind of like that hit me because I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, I needed that today. <laughs> oh, dude. And I yeah. And and, and the thing is, I, I've mentioned this, you know, in comments and stuff is that Macedon or that band, whether they, you know, I, I always never want to just I always, I always have an awareness that the band are human beings and like that they, you know, it's I never like to run off into that exclusively in that community verse like they're, you know, they're living, breathing. Folks, we, we, we happen to be on that on that community side of it and very fortunate, you know, with Skinner and, and Richie coming on and then hopefully someday Medusa Wolf. Every episode I will mention with Medusa Wolf. You know, <laughs> Try and get him on. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I'll, I'll say and, you know, you'll see it. It's it's almost it's almost a refrain now. It's like Mastodon are, are a life band, like a band that you can move through things with. And I think they've beautifully taken that mantle from blood mountain to crack the sky they did evolve like when bringing bran in there was a tangible kind of evolution you know and uh, it's that quintessence interesting there's four members of the band but there's five instruments in a way because um you know before it was uh, the two guitars the drums um and you know they would like dual sing you know but it felt like it basically what brand's voice coming in that that felt like the added fifth element. Maybe I'm that that's just kind of the, the energy, at least, you know. Yeah. And I think um, he brought out the uh, the singer in Brent yeah. and Troy as well. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Again, before America. they used to do a lot more screaming. There was, you know, bits and bobs of singing, but mm. I think Bron really. Uh, I think he must have inspired them. To, they were like, "Fucking hell, our drummer can sing better than we can. We need to step mm. up our game." Yeah, <laughs> can't never could. Yeah, yeah. I, can, <laughs> I remember from the. Uh, and there also, I do recommend folks um, just diving into some of this. They, someone really awesomely puts just the full making of Blood Mountain, which before it was kind of locked to a DVD. They still haven't put the full, like the full one hour and 30 all up when you included the, the track breakdowns. There is a documentary mm. of Crack the Sky. And also it's criminal that we haven't, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll figure some way out, but, but because the art component is so strong, like I, obviously Skinner is very forthcoming on, on Once More where he, he sort of uh, has mm. that, you know, let's speak with, but I truly would, you know, if not through, you know, the Mastodon podcast, like would love to see Paul. Um, I know that he he's mentioned me asking him some questions in the email and then answering them. And so I can just sort of share that. Um, oh, we can. So that's one yeah. step closer. Yeah, one step closer. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, man. So, so yeah, and that was sort of what, 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 what was what sort of space were you in back in '09 when it when it came out, like as a person? Um, it's difficult to say, really. I mean, I used to drink a lot then. I used to mm. smoke weed a lot, mm-hmm. so I was kind of just wasted a lot of the time. Mm. But I wasn't in a very good headspace. I think I said this to you before. Mm-hmm. Every time Mastodon released an album. It's always the right album at the right time for me. There's always an element to it that I can latch on to. Like with mm. Emperor of Sand, it was uh, my granddad passing, of mm. having cancer for many, many years. Mm. And it's just, and same with Crack the Sky, it was a friend of mine had recently killed himself. Mm. So it was Sorry, like that yeah. album about somebody, you know, floating away and mm. all those kind of elements and stuff like that just really like Bran says the moment I found out that my friend was gone it, mm. it could have cracked the sky yeah you know? so it was kind of um it, it was it was an emotional time but it, that album was kind of my uh my, my crutch yeah your you companion like just just yeah, something yeah. you know like these 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 albums and these bands like they can like hold your hand a bit and I think even they would mm. be able to speak the same of like you know who knows how Iron Maiden or whoever like got like brand through certain things or whatever. Like, um, and I love that cyclical, um, you know, and I've, uh, yeah, like that, that, that relationship that people have with art where it is this um, thing that gets brought in close to the heart and and must be some phonetical etymological reason why heart rhymes with art in that way. Like true art really like lives, lives lives in the heart for sure. Um, Let's we'll, we'll dip into a bit of levity now. What's favorite song? from crack this guy oh it's it's a tricky one because it's it almost just flows as one but i would say immediately my favorite has oblivion i love that chorus to it and uh, i love that crazy breakdown that they have with the, the, the solos and all the really like spacey guitars over the top of that and oh dude it's it's just got a little bit of everything in it for me, but yeah, I really like the Sar as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just absolutely incredible. 
the last baron oh they're all good it's it's really it's a, it's one it? it's the it's a it's a trick question it's it's one long song uh for yeah. me it always goes div- divination jumps to mind straight mm. away because i remember being cross-legged in front of my shitty laptop sorry it was my sister's laptop but it was shitty um i was recovering from my army shit again it just came into my life at the exact right time yeah got shot at the year before i was fucking getting my tattoos for the first time literally drifting away from humanity you know <laughs> uh you know just and and yeah like a couple of things happened it's like i was again it was the earliest instance of me encountering mastodon was it was either the sea beast video um or capillarian crest and it was literally a couple months before i almost died you know and no um and you know both of those records which by the way shouts out to jj metalhead who will be joining us later in the year for a fucking blood mountain um big old analysis uh she does these uh, extremely great i call them synopsis analyses <laughs> yeah. it's interesting how well that flows in the synopsis but analysis synopsis analysis i, I watched a couple of her um uh, yeah. ones the other day I like that she had a different, she had a slightly different take to Francis de Mute than I did, but it was a way mm-hmm. that I'd never really, it, same kind of story as it as yeah. it's meant to be, but mm-hmm. she had Francis down as a different character in it. And I was like, oh, I've never really thought about it yeah. like before. But again, like, isn't that she great? Could, she could be right. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really good. And same yeah, with Delaris as well. I yeah. didn't realize like there's a couple of things that I was like, oh, well, yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, actually. Maybe the next time I listen to it, I'll. Mm. have an open mind again listen to it with fresh ears well once again the the eventual thing it's i'm just not <laughs> I, I really don't want to give connotations of like um so i have these things i put them out there it's whatever the topic podcast you've, you've probably seen them everywhere um it's fun it's i'm a 90s baby i love scrapbooking that's kind of my thing yeah. which i and I, I i am it is algorithm suicide it's it's spreading myself <laughs> everywhere i don't give a fuck it's just the the benefits in terms of how fucking fun it is completely outweighs the not getting of all the subscribers whatever the fuck so i'm building up these lovely islands so the master uh, both mars volta and mastodon interestingly are the main two of the music stuff that we do um that have passed the 1k on instagram so there's there are communities out there especially mars volta is huge they're so fucking stoked um that we're going to be doing a big and dude if you are free you can jump in on that one like oh I'd love we're to. gonna have fucking rad would that be um but anyway so so yeah it was blood mountain and um and uh and both again even before the crack the sky like mastodon had a sensibility of challenge to, to of challenging oneself in like environments where death is very near and and, and close oh, yeah, and and and, and the risk you know uh, of you know being Moby Dick on those fucking choppy waves like again it's interesting the and the dichotomy of like beautiful ocean but literally like you you're overboard and then it's very very soon unless you know how to swim and all of that it's very soon yeah. you're gone so it's that that metaphor of like just how close we are to death at all times and yeah. same with Blood Mountain which is if it's you don't fearlessness but- as well it's it's being yeah. aware of the consequences yeah. of your ambition but also mm-hmm. going full steam ahead yeah exactly respecting the process yeah and that's once again there's all kinds of analogies that can be drawn of like respecting the ocean like as you navigate it respecting the industry but then you also have to keep moving because otherwise the megalodon is gonna fucking get you you know which is is megalodons of fear of insecurity of wrong decisions of 
um, you know, self-sabotage, all, all that. And what's great about Macedon is they are this, uh, they, they inspire in, in their ethic as well, not just in their art. Like they have, they, they mention their tour cycles. It's never feels like a, a, a conveyor belt. They just say, yeah, roughly every three years, you know? Yeah. And then we go touring and then we see our friends and family and then we have our side projects. And they're a great model for, you know, again, to tie them in. I think probably they'll, they'll eventually loop back. Then, you know, they did David Bottrell with Tool. They're going to at some point hook up, especially, <laughs> especially Brent. He's going to want to hang out with fucking Jack White at some point with their fucking finger picking and oh. Matt Pike too. Because you've got that Matt Pike connection to third Rand Records through the sleep, right? It's so yeah. close to happening. I, Brent for fucking Hines on a Jack White collab fucking thing. And they all have this ethos of like, no, no, no get away from that narrative of like can't be a musician is like no figure it out it's a business um finger to the pulse for what's needed and he's and and in that big interview he's talking about like yeah never ever set out to run the whole thing and like do the whole fucking pop-up stores or whatever and or the uh, master dundies or whatever like they mess it on <laughs> underwear or whatever they'd never yeah. thought of that in the, the it all Astodon. just happened Astodon, that's right master yeah. <laughs> um uh, you know it all happened completely organically as a as a byproduct as like a secretion almost of just them in fucking enjoying themselves with music so oh, the key is is to enjoy the music and then be smart and know that that's a natural resource that's seeping from you your ikigai as they say which is if i remember correctly it's something the world needs something you get, can get paid for something you enjoy doing and yeah there's like five things or whatever and so it's that's sort of their they've kind of fulfilled that um and what uh, i like about them is the fact that they metal is uh usually a genre that just it i mean it's i love metal music but it, mm -hmm. it does take itself a bit too seriously sometimes yeah. and a lot of bands <laughs> are guilty of that and that's fine i'm, I'm yeah. all about that but what i like about mastodon is is they play this like really like deep and meaningful music it's very highly emotional especially nowadays mm -hmm. and it's really aggressive but then the guys that are in the band you see them in interviews they're, they're, yeah. they're just like comedians they're all absolutely yeah. hilarious and it's like <laughs> you you'd look at them and you'd think yeah that's right they're very human they don't mm -hmm. act like rock stars or anything like that either like going to the grammys in that balloon suit that um, <laughs> bron had before like you yeah know, it's just like it's hilarious I once said um, that they both, you know, I always, you know, Mastodon and Tool for me, it's there right there. For me, Mastodon edges out Tool because of this, the Joseph Campbell and the, the the resonance. It's just a pure, like, on an atom level, I just snap to Mastodon and then there's Tool there, which is, you know, with Alex Gray, but they're very much, yeah. you know, they have that parody with, with Mastodon, just like, like literally, like, uh, so much is formative for me with Mastodon, like, to my core. Um, uh, but with... Um, yeah but with the their um i don't know man like we could go chronological or we could we could i could look at each fucking band member or whatever but um with tool and master as in for both of them with tool and mastodon i always thought of uh you know tool never allow cameras in the studio you know and that's what works for them and they mm -hmm. make really fucking rad music and then and they're confident in that way they're they're just yeah. confident in a different way about like we we don't feel like we need to bring you in like that's fine like it's cool like whatever works 
Whereas yeah. Macedon are the opposite. Like they'll do the documentary, you know, they'll do the, the clips and stuff. And similarly, like they don't, neither people take themselves seriously, but all of them, including my sugar, which fucking immutable shout the fuck out. Oh, um, what a great record. I know. Uh, so all these, all three of these bands and, and, you know, and Gojira as well. Like they, you know, fucking, do you remember, do you remember Evil Mario? <laughs> that was a thing. Uh, from, I don't remember from, that. Oh, really? So um, um, if you look up, like, I think he was a Twitter account as well. Uh, Mario Duplantia from Gojira. He, he would, he would do like a weird evil face and he would pretend to be evil around. He would just go around <laughs> and like pull pranks. And then Maynard's like fucking, you know, Danny's, re- Danny Carey, he's reaching for his drum. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, gives him a dildo. dildo. Exactly. <laughs> and so, so, and, and you know, Tool are also like, you know, they're, they're easing up a bit. And it's just like, there's a, there's a great camaraderie and, and a shared sense of, um, of, of respecting the craft. But again, as, as is important for all of us, like to never take yourselves too seriously, because I think you just, you just cut yourself off from a lot of joy that way and a lot of um mm. you know uh, of life's experiences because you're just you're you know you know those people you'll hang out with and they're like no 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 i'm setting the energetic tone of this conversation and you have to like <laughs> or, you have to orbit around me and everyone oh yeah like, fuck off you know what what um, i like about uh, yeah. the mastodon guys as well is is with is is the level of respect they have for each other and mm-hmm. Look at Brent Hines; he's one of the best guitarists in the world in metal, hands yeah. down. And mm-hmm. um, but there's lead lines that build us as well. And mm-hmm. even on the new album, like Brent let Kim File from Sound solo. Yeah, man. The guy from is it King Kurt or King Crimson do a oh, solo? Yeah. And it's like and the vocals as well. It's like sometimes Bron might write a set of lyrics, but Troy sings it better, so he hands it off to him. It's not like yeah. no, I wrote that part. I I want to sing it. I like the fact that they trust each other and. I think yeah, that's man. why their their bond is so strong as a band. Yeah, man. Because because of that, you know, mutual love and respect that they have for themselves, yeah, the process and the end result. It's a it's a thing where I like I I even say this to, to Ray is for me, um, uh, you know, uh, art is 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 like neighbors with. Uh, you know sometimes there's like the extreme fan culture where it's like they actually that actually ends up being a barrier that's why i love meet and greets where you're, you're just riffing and just being people and you're just talking um uh, and and it's um it's a thing with mastodon that like because of who they are as people is is they they end up just being unconsciously kind of generous in that way where like everything they even you know there was a moment and it was meta meaning meta meaningful for me because it was a podcast so as brent talking about hush and grim he didn't want to be there like he he it was just a bad day like he just didn't want to and then people you know ran off with that story about like oh he held back or whatever and he's like mm. man have you ever ha- not had a fucking good day like mm-hmm. and like it's it's cool man like and if i was that interview guy i'd be like man let's let's uh hey buddy like i see you man I, I recognize like there was whenever there's that sense of trying to force the thing it's like oh man so i actually you know as a human being i was just i was like fucking right on brent like just just chill like and and like be true to your energy and all of the master dudes are being way truer to their energy life will do that like it'll just you'll you'll increasingly be become protective of your of your truth of what's real for you in the moment um and on, on that level that's just a human behavior on that level they're inspiring and and also 
um, just cool kind of, uh, you know, sobering with, with how a lot of people in, in, in music kind of run off with their egos and stuff and, and they just aggressively naturally keep it real, you know, for sure. I remember that time, um, I think it was roundabout once more around the sun and Mm -hmm. there was an interview with Brent and, he said something like he hated metal music or something like that. And it was taken well out of context oh, and yeah. it just blew up over the internet. And it was like, is this the end for Mastodon? <laughs> and, it's, and, it, and it's just like, man, I think he was more pointing out the fact that the, the commercial aspect of it or the, the samey nature of certain bands or, or, and he's, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a character. He might just be yeah. saying it just to annoy people. Exactly. And just I'd <laughs> yeah. like, have you forgotten? Like these guys are fucking like they're metal. Like they're like artists and they're, they're also frontier dwelling. They're not like, they're not like fucking conveyor belt artists. Like they'll, they mix it up. They're on a, they're on a creative frontier, which means they're on a, you know, they'll never just switch, switch into just like interview mode. Like you're catching mm. them as they are. Right. Oh yeah. Which is, definitely. Which is so important. And like Des was, it? I think Des Kenzel um, from, you know, high on fire, they were doing that, um, you know, what's in my bag vinyl thing. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And Amoeba. it's like, yeah, Amoeba. And I do, I think did I didn't tell you this, but in LA, me and Ray, we were just doing our, you know, in 2016, we decided to visit the U S for the first time. And, and I just wandered into this giant vinyl store. I was like, this is a big store. I had no fucking idea I had wandered into Amoeba and like all no, the reputation, you know, Melvin's had performed there and shit. And, and I just, I, I completely oblivious and like Mastodon had like done a, you know, what's in my bag or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Des Kenzel, he, um, sorry, it's not just Des Kenzel, uh, that's the drummer. And, and shouts out to what he's doing now. And shouts out to fucking Cody. I can't wait to hear what he does with High on Fire. But no, Jeff Matz okay. actually, uh, Jeff Matz, he 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 um metal dude, high on fire, but he was like, Yeah, I fucking love Altin Gun, you know, this Turkish um uh oh I just I, they have a Anatolian, I think it's called. Um yeah, they're from the Netherlands and they play Turkish music and it's fucking <laughs> funky Turkish funk, you know, it's just <laughs> so I just love it. And and, and I think the interesting, is, yeah. I really like the idea of that what's in my bag because you, yeah. you're so shocked at what some of your favorite i watched the cypress hill one the other day and mm. they they had like metallica ride the lightning and they were like talking about that and then yeah, cedric man. has one on there cedric from the mars volta mm. um and most of his stuff is like i think there's a couple of like old punk records and stuff like that from the local scenes but a lot of mm. it is as you'd imagine this weird um oh, i can't remember what you you would call it now but it's like found sound kind of things oh like, yeah 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 man that's what I'm that's what I'm really digging about like they're just this I like the word omnidirectional and 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 like they really embrace eclecticism which is you know reason why we have so many amazing organisms in nature it's because fucking cosmos creator god whatever was like okay let's fuck around let's get this and mix it with that and that's why like nature never gets tired nature's the ultimate inspiration to artists because she's just constantly fucking putting shit together and and like we can really try you and me danny we can we can try but we will never ever find out every single act that nature has ever like you know like animals i'll still see new fucking animals and shit and like they channel Mm. that like mastodon channel that idea of like when a new record and that's what they did with um practice guy and emperor sand um both of you see the segue see looping looping back yeah. nice um <laughs> so uh yeah so and i don't know you know we we speaking of drifting away we're doing all this like tangents but it's the, yeah, i love tangent taking it's great um 
so so for for yourself yep i uh, for me we covered that with like where we were and then songs as well yeah so divinations and then quintessence immediately and then immediately ghost of Karelia. and then then i as as you do i just say yeah i love the horror so it's just that yeah. answer it just it just flows there's no you, you don't just say yep i'm just all about um whatever it's uh or escape <laughs> like one yeah. section of last brand or whatever like um it's and, like it's the perfect vinyl album because mm-hmm. you know I, I, there's nothing skippable on it no and it's, it's just a, nice to, to just put it on yeah and just just leave it on there's just, an unofficial trilogy sorry some trap you first it's all right um, um an unofficial on. Yeah, I'll carry on. There's an unofficial uh, uh, sense of like a, a bit of a trilogy going on with Lateralis, as I crack the sky, Lateralis and Dark Side of the Moon, where oh, there's wow. a feeling, there's a palette component, there's a one long story component, there's a uh, there's a mood sense yeah. to each of those three records, and you regularly see people mention like Crack the Sky for me is like on that, you know, um, Dark Side of the Moon, Lateralis level for me, and and. So these three records have this weird kind of interesting kinship across, you know, bands and stuff, which is, um, yeah, man. And three of my favorite records as well. No, well, there you go. Um, uh, Lateralis is just absolutely yeah. just fantastic. It was uh, the fact yeah. that it's all about, you know, loss of communication and trying to reestablish that line and mm. yeah, helpful stuff, man. Love it. Yeah, it's you great. know, shouts out to the artists who. Yeah, in in who they are, like the music is just this almost this journal of like who they've decided to ongoingly be as a person. And I want to shout out actually to to um, uh, you know to Bill because uh, I I saw Macedon on the Crack the Sky tour. Like they were they had come to Australia and um, met him outside, and you know I mentioned that before. And he corrected Sorry, me. I on, just, did they have the film? oh yeah Yeah, playing in the background yeah 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 Yeah, i I was so fucking exhausted from the mars volta though that i i straight up either passed out but i definitely collapsed (laughs) at at character support them uh no they were playing very close um in the same town yeah off of um octahedron you know that was a fucking time It's, it's no coincidence that they're two of my favorite records of all time um and I fucking love Octahedron. Um, Octahedron yeah, so, is so underrated as well. It's so underrated. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, Cotopaxi is 7-4. Oh, what is it? 7-4? It's four? crazy. Oh, it's amazing. Um, love it. So, so, but no, and Crack, you know, it, it's it's actually, Crack is great. <laughs> 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 this is Crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um you know who knows the next record i'm hoping for a hunter style like catharsis after you know hush and grim is another classic for me it's it's a beautiful unto itself i keep saying they their new their best record is their latest because they just keep topping off um but i would like you know a fucking concept album <laughs> based on like peewee's you know adventure <laughs> just like something <laughs> completely insane which is like full of um um deathbound kind of shit you know yeah fucking That'd love deathbound and um, I love um yeah. I, I saw people's script of Grim yeah. and some people said it just feels like a slug or it feels oh, like it has this weird flow to it. But I, every time I listen to it all the way through and I, da, da, the end, like, da, I, da, I wish it I wish it was longer. Da, da, da. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Look what we've done here, man. 
Yeah. Oh shit. And then it was like, and then Troy, na 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 na, a double down. Like it's just uh title destruction like come on fuck off fucking <laughs> awesome they have brain damage bro <laughs> like that <laughs> album is is the furthest thing possible from a slog man it is it's life like it's the cycles of the seasons it's it's yeah. it's it's paul's nine panels of of um it's every possible mood it's 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 again and also their most That's generous it. i, record I love i yeah. love how it's um it's got this unusual flow to it because I don't think I don't think I think without that having a long album would mm. feel like a slug. Mm. But the fact that it's so it's so changeable from yeah. song to song, I think that's what keeps it interesting, and that's what it's the immediacy of this the situation you've just come out of into something else. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, man. I think I think they've done an absolutely blinding job on the it's fucking. I, Cause that's the one thing that we're my band is struggling with now is like we've got the songs but we're when we're playing live we only pepper in a couple of the new songs mm-hmm. it's like where, how do these songs talk to each other what order are we going to put them in yeah there's only like nine of them so there's not even that much to consider when you've got mm-hmm. an album that's an hour and a half fuck yeah man, how do you how do you decide what's going where yeah bro yeah but i they, think it's I, I think they nailed it they fucking nailed it. And so, yeah, obviously, fucking infinity out of 10 for me on Hush and Grim. Impromptu Hush <laughs> and Grim. Look at I love Hush and Grim gate crashing because it's like, and it is, it's it's their fucking best. I love their fucking, I love Hush and Grim. I fucking yeah, love fantastic. it. Um, um, yeah, man. So, so, but yeah, like, yeah, you know, there's, it's so funny. It's almost like you can't talk about either Crack the Sky or um, Emperor, uh, you know, without uh you know they're they're these cathartic concept records you know and uh i will i'll tease it out of paul at some point i also i also quite love finding just having a bit of fun with like you know uh, track listings as you know i i help i love what you're mentioning about because it's like that band thing is like figuring out you know how things flow i love the art of track listing the art of track naming i also love mm-hmm. all of Mastodon stuff i've said it before they feel like they could be like chapter book chapters you know oh definitely um, like yeah, blade but, catcher yeah like, what, what is that i want to know more about that like you know oh who, who oh, is this I, blade catcher and they're know. they're fighting their time what they want what what's going to happen is i'll um I'll, we'll we'll develop Mastodon podcast to a point where it's like okay episode twenty five or episode thirty, <laughs> Bill. You know we'll we'll probably you know we, we've got another also listeners viewers we, we we've going to record a little bit later as well talk about um holy shit dude remission fuck yeah. twenty years yeah man that's going to be a big one very emotional one as well you know um but yeah like yeah so. Yeah, so, so there's no there's no really kind of diving into those records without um, without talking about yeah that catharsis component and and uh, I was listening to Genesis's um, the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway right uh, not okay. long ago and um, and and you know he, he's and it's interesting you know we talk about big big business before and uh, in this live performance of the entire album. Uh, this concept album about a young man in like New York and whatever, but then he goes into this surreal universe and that's, it was one of the kind of core cool inspirations. Like I'm now not only in like Colony of 
Slipperman, Colony of Birchman, but there's like some tonal things. There's actually ways that, um, you know, is it Peter Gabriel or whatever, like he's, that he's singing that. It's like, oh yeah, Brent is doing a bit of that on Blood Mountain, you know? But their imagery, like, you know, like I I find, I find the, what, what Macedon did on both Crack the Sky and, and Emperor of Sand to be a beautiful marriage of imagery to fantastical creatures slash fantasy elements. I love that ratio. I, Blood Mountain will always have a special place because it was like right there when I first learned it. But, you know, there are, there are moments like Pendulous Skin, you know, JJ talked about Pendulous Skin is, is I had never realized that it was about him shedding, you know, like again, catharsis, like shedding his, yeah. his wolf, wolf form and then ascending, you know? But you did, um, that's, it's open ended as well isn't it it's yeah like there's so much open-ended yeah yeah the mission did he that's right <laughs> did, it, did it go well or did it was it bad or you know yeah yes, and it's awesome and then you realize that it's both and neither you know which is yeah. just existence you know it's like and... in the um in the vinyl version of the i don't know it might be the same as the cd but mm-hmm. on the vinyl version of emperor of sand when you open the gatefold Mm-hmm. It's got all those like oh, yeah. creatures who the, are like the crystal, yeah, yeah, worshiping the crystal is like is is that the cure for the time that the emperor gives you or mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, and who are these people? Are they there yeah. to guard the crystal or are they fighting over it or yeah, yeah? What's the That's emperor what I mean. got to do with all of this? And I like the fact that it's like a mythology, isn't it? And it's yeah. in itself they've created this mythology. It is, man. Based it is. around this horrible fucking disease it's 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 the pure yeah it's weaving weaving pain and death and sadness into life and it's you know you'll you know death nurtures literally like we need you know that decay the mulch from which the new things spring from so it's cyclical and like i you know a circle which is like the shape of a vinyl the shape of a record endlessly revisible life death rebirth is a you know circles are complete forms but they also neither have a beginning or an end you know all circles created with intention mm-hmm. that's right <laughs> buddy um so let's actually you know because you know the, the love is real for, for for crack the sky but i i fucking cannot wait to talk about emperor of sand because when i uh, it's okay. So I, I, so I threw it to you, and now what I'll do is I'll do, I'll go first for this one, and then throw it, so we have a nice symmetry. So, so yeah. So I I just moved out of um. Uh, it wasn't that long, at least, since I had moved out from from Union, and once again there was this notion of like something ending, and for me that was the the uni stuff that I was doing, and it was a it was a toil toilsome, <laughs> largely because I got mega existential in the middle of my uni, and I didn't know if I want what I wanted to do uh and so then it was a sl- talk about us like it was a genuine um feeling of of wandering and, and like feeling lost and then yeah. you know tired and lost you know no one <laughs> to trust uh, who is there to give the push and then I and I I did graduate <laughs> I made it <laughs> right congratulations uh, oh thanks man and 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 that that, that record was there uh and so it came in again at that time. But how about yourself, man? Um, Emperor Sand. Well, yeah, like I say, I mean, um, my granddad was suffering mm-hmm. for a for a long time, and then 
it was it was not long after Emperor of Sun came out, and I'd never really given much thought to the diagnosis of yeah. like when you're told that you've got it, and that's the whole thing with the Sultan gives orders yeah. to take your head, and it's mm-hmm. like you're given this, you've been given your death sentence, mm-hmm. your mortality is coming to an end. Mm. what do you do with this time that you've got left i'd never thought about it like that before and listening to the album and hearing how even though they're Mm. talking about a dark and miserable subject it's it's still triumphant at the same time it's kind of yeah man you know it's it's a journey and they're trying to like pull you through it yeah dude but then there's yeah. also a point in the album where they, they say it's uh, is it clandestine? Um mm-hmm. it's like give your life so I can breathe. It's yeah. almost like someone who's the family member of the sufferer, they're like, I just wish this was over now. Mm. So that I can so that I can rest and isn't that interesting? Like, we we got this. to a point and you know, I, I, I speak with the utmost highest level of um of honor and respect for this woman who I, you know, from in so many ways was more of a mom and like a parent, you know, I, I think of my own like, like blood parents as like just these uni students from the eighties who just, they were, you know, it's fine. Like we're friends now and stuff. And, you know, but not like Naima was like a straight up, like mom, like she was a mom in her core, in her atoms. And, um, um, like she, uh, she would have that thing where it's like it was in her her marrow to just be loving and 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 because what happens yeah. with with as I'm sure you're familiar with and for people out there listening and 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 viewers and um, listeners is a it's a slow thing it's 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 not yeah I wouldn't wish that on on anyone um, and what happens is is there is this time it's just you're waiting you know how mm-hmm. and time time becomes this foremost thing. Uh, and then there are moments where you're like, I, I just want it to be over kind of thing. And and not, and it's that dichotomy of like, you want as much time as possible with them, but then you also don't want them to suffer, you know? Absolutely. And, it's yeah. like my nan, because my granddad had been ill for like nine years or something like that. And it was up mm-hmm. and down and up and down. And what yeah, my man. nan had to go through to support him in her old age as well. Mm-hmm. It must've just been exhausting to the point where, right near the end she must have just been like i, yeah. I can't go through this anymore yeah you know, as heartbreaking as it is for her to lose her partner that's what i she mean she doesn't man. have to watch him suffer anymore you know yeah dude it's and kind of like that breath that sigh of relief it is and it, it's, it's and interesting how the band managed to make that a positive thing yeah that they Hurry do up and, and die, will you? So that I can be happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and the thing is, John, like like Nick John, again with the highest levels of respect and and, and deference and, and knowledge that we, on no level, will ever know. Him, he was also notoriously camera shy. My God, it's like, geez, like throughout these documentaries, like where is Nick? You know. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, there, like there's a, a, he's a good. Well, he's like he's just this presence, and that's what that's what he was, and doesn't surprise me that you know when they did the art direction like it was paul like paul intuitively he just there was a dimming you know and like funerals and like the the light and that's why the art direction with the blacks and what black and white like it was something that because of how it felt like they like he had given them this this vibrancy and and you know life is associated with like brightness and, and color and and then it's like it's almost 
even all though the album a... covers have been as well yes that's right and 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 like for me when i heard pushing the tides like it was like i was fucking standing up on my fucking chair and i was losing it because i was like this is brand new fucking territory for me for for mastodon like i remember when high road came out and then that fucking mm. just blew my fucking mind but pushing the tides like Da, 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 da. like it's on episode four where i just like i fucking i call those like the teeth of the song those like because you can see them in the sound waves like that 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 yeah, like, of course uh is is so like you know like the the teeth of like some kind of aggressive animal and they're all the thing is like um in that process which you can tell implicitly that that's what they went through and there's also always sometimes something and again with that most respect with boundaries and stuff there's also uh, a sense of sometimes things happening in tandem, and and there's there's clearly some lyrics in Hush and Grim which have to do with um, communication between um, you know like uh, certain members of the band and like and people other people in their lives and like what they're going through and 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 and, and there's this uh, there's this sense. Um, I love how we just keep talking about hushing room because we have we haven't had a chance to talk about it. It's, no, it's we haven't great. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love all the songs on hushing room. By the way, I fucking love. Oh, they've, yeah, there's there's not a duff moment on it. It's the it's beast fantastic. is yeah. the beast is a beast. You know. Yeah. I. It's 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 just crazy that like you know, as sad as it is for the guys who had lost yeah. someone who did so much for them. Yeah. Essentially, their partner, the, the yeah, silent man. fifth member. If if he hadn't have passed, we wouldn't have hushed and grim. Interesting. It's, yeah. It's like what what would they have written about instead? Or you know what I mean? It's, I'm it's... sure it would have been. And this, you know, when he's uh, talking in the Korean performance of like Skeleton of Splendor, which he said is like one of his top ones from Hush and Grim, he's like the one person I'd want to play this for is Nick. And it's it's just. Mm. Um, and then Ray and I have talked about. It's like there are certain things that definitionally as as and it's it's always touchy you always want to be so respectful but there's a notion that both the person once they've eventually passed there's a they're they're not suffering anymore and that's a good thing and then there's also the notion that you are also not suffering to a degree where you're witnessing someone that you love dying you're not suffering anymore so there is a sense of relief on the other side and there's a feeling of like, why couldn't you have both? Like, why couldn't I feel the relief and you be alive, you know? Yeah, and sometimes absolutely. you do have that beautiful, beautiful blessing with like Troy's wife, which was so great to hear that she she made it through. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. She, yeah, they're so rad and, and they're all just our extended, you know, they're, they're like, <laughs> there's that great line from Avengers of, you know, Wanda being like, you took everything from me. And then he's like, I don't even know who you are. I'm sure it wouldn't go like that. But what I would say <laughs> to each of them is that, as they would probably say, of like Ozzy Osbourne and like fucking, you know, Metallica, it's like they probably listened to those records when they were feeling, you know, in the doldrums or whatever. And, and they felt Absolutely. a kinship. Yeah, they had posters yeah. and stuff and they were like, yeah, man, you know, I, you were like a this energy and this presence of like, you know, Kirk Hammond or whatever, or, you know, whoever. Um, Puzzle Rick or whatever it's like I felt like I would listen to your records and feel like I had like a friend or whatever like there's that whole kinship and relationship there um, yeah and and that's kind of nice to be able to kind of carry that forward but anyway it's no Grimm. secret that yeah. you know yeah. Bron is a big Judas Priest and Iron Maiden fan mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. are they the albums that he leaned on in his time of need or are they just mm-hmm. an inspiring factor because just because they're energetic and metal and he's a bit of a hyperactive dude yeah man. you know it, it'd be interesting to yeah, the alchemy. Yeah, like like 
like we lean on Mastodon's records, but mm-hmm. it'd be very interesting to know what they lean on. Mm-hmm. What is the not outcome? Just what, not just what inspires them into their yeah. music. I just mean like if they're having a shit time of it. Yeah, man. I, I also we're gonna heals them. Exactly. We're gonna have a mini um impromptu break. I'm just gonna put this on real quick because so there's a tradition that I've noticed. This is this is like a bit. A tradition I've noticed in Mastodon Records, whenever they're fucking recording, dude. This is from Sekiro, by the way. Great game. It's a like corrupted monk mask. Whenever they're recording, I did recognize that. they always have masks around in the studio. Yeah. Brand's always wearing a mask. They're always, it's just he's wearing that one and then when they're doing he's doing the drum tracking on Blood Mountain on the oh. making Yeah. That's the intro to this to the podcast that I was on last. It is, and it will be for this one. And and Uh, it's yeah. I'll uh, I might do another another pass on the intro for this one. Maybe just cut in a couple of things from the Hushingrim, amazing quadrilogy of uh, of short films, (laughs) like with (laughs) Bill and his running cult and just good shit, man. I really loved. uh, You know, Brent's Brent's gonna have a moment. I I think with. uh, with um, I'm looking forward to the High on Fire. Sorry, with um, Matt Pike. It's gonna be really stoked on on some of the stuff because I think they're actually gonna either start a band or or like I'm that's 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 like watch that space basically. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I, I, it's mad with High on Fire because they they are unwittingly responsible for Mastodon. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's, dude. It's know, completely what if, true. What if one of them decided not to go to that show that day? Yeah, bro. Would that oh. would Mastodon have even would that spark have even started? You just yeah, as you bro. said earlier, everything happens for a reason. Nick mm. John passes and we get hushed and grim. Yeah. You know. Oh man. <laughs> um, so wait a second. Remission was 2002. That's right. Two. The t- okay, ready? The Time Machine came out in 2002, which is this fucking movie like no one remembers. It had Guy Pierce, Samantha Mamba. It was directed by H.G. Wells' grandson. Um, oh, and uh, and it had this component of... of um, I talked about this with, with Paul in messages. Um, the sensibilities of, of like a museum. Like you would just have... Because it was like set in the 1800s or whatever. And, and then I, I asked Paul, I was like, so... So with 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 Mastodon, like you went deliberately iconoclastic, like like you went with extremely, um, you know, uh, academic almost or or museum like font, which is Adobe Jensen, you know, for the mm. uh, for the for the logo, which is now iconic unto itself, and set the tone for many bands after, which was like we don't have to have unreadable fucking logos anymore. We can actually <laughs> just have an amazing, beautiful, simple font. You know, it's like um, look at your shirt, for example, and yeah. and mine. It's yeah, dude. That, that 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 old font is just like, yeah. It's, it's iconic now with Mastodon. It is. I remember when they changed it up for the Hunter, and they had something different for Once More on. It was fine. And yeah. when the um when the cover for Emperor Sand was released, and it yes, this font back, I was like, it, yeah, oh man. shit. <laughs> I loved I the Hunter and Once yeah, More, but yeah, I thought the magic is definitely. Yeah, been rekindled with that right in there for right sure, there. for sure. I I like to think that you know because again they are these they are on that frontier. They're not, you know. I and the thing is Thomas Hawk said this, so I'm allowed to say this. He said with Meshuggah we are literally immutable. Like that's that's our anchor. Like 
you know, Broken Cog for me, I think Jens goes into new vocal realms, whatever. There's so much for me new done, but they have a certain immutability, which I love is that they have that self-awareness about it. But Mastodon, I really feel like Broken Cog has like a tool kind of sound to it as well. Seriously, it's it's so good. Gosh, I I, I love it. And you have to jump on the sugar thing as well it's just if i didn't have the full-time job i would just be fucking <laughs> recording podcasts all day um you know so jump on the patreon fuckers like if you want <laughs> if you want that shit if you want this fucking crazy network of topic specific shows and danny co-hosting on all of them including zelda which now i know you're into fucking zelda holy shit uh um, well that, that's another i was i was going to mention it with um Emperor yeah. Stand, I'm, I'm assuming you played breath of the wild i certainly have and there are desert levels there and there's symbols and everything you know yeah and yeah. the desert the, the, the desert scenes and stuff like when you get too hot and you have to oh, take yeah. certain things and it's like I was listening. Emperor Sand came out around the same time. The exact same. Game. I'm telling you, dude. Yeah, dude. So it's like when I was playing it and I was in the desert and I was listening to Emperor Sand, it was just like, what's going no fucking on? Way, like, this is so like linked. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Link. In, hey, Link. The, oh, hey. Hey, my man. <laughs> and you're finding the old, um, the goddess statues that are in the mountains and stuff like that. It's just. Oh, again, yeah, dude. I, I, I will direct mythology. it. I, they, they're on mythology exactly um they will direct it they will they will announce it it will i will i mean i will essentially probably end up because i i think i might have that mad scientist aspect where it's like i mentioned it in this recent post on the instagram about like it is only a matter of time before a company like you know maybe not nintendo initially at first um but you know giant squid who did the pathless and abzu and journey like they'll just be like uh, you know, concept albums are are adaptable. Like you can adapt them into things. Definitely. Into like there is in some adjacent and rapidly approaching us timeline, which we will meld with. There is something where you could do a fucking crack the sky series. Like you could. Yeah. It would be an interesting, impressionistic, animation filled, um, subtle, uh, even anthological. But you do have a bit of a, a, a sort of through through way there with Rasputin, you know, and then with Emperor yeah. of Sand, very much so with like that sequencing of like a sultan, like lost in the desert, like, you know, get Vince Gilligan to direct that shit, man. Like, you know, he's so good at that desert stuff, right? Um, he would be all over that. It's like, wait a minute, the concept of like, like a mini, and I'm talking about, you know, the Obi-Wan thing's coming out, that's set in the desert, man. It's going to be this five, six episode thing. Who wouldn't yeah. want to see like Medusa Wolf on set, like giving advice to some of these, you know, prop builders and like, yeah, this is what I had in mind. And, Absolutely. and this, and it doesn't have to be too long. It can be 10 minute episodes, but there is, there is a way. And I Definitely. will, you know, JJ, I mentioned her in the post and she's like, I would happily be part of like a Mastodon writing room. The thing is a lot of this stuff has to come from the, the mad, crazy people who say like, this could work. You know, and, yeah, and I am that guy. Like I started down, it's in progress, but the Macedon like bestiary compendium, where I I scrub through all because the song is again super generous. I go through and like any creature that's mentioned or any allusion to a location, I'll then like create like a bestiary entry for that. I love the all fact that. that they like created this the Sasquatch, the Sasquatch, yeah, the Sasquatch, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want that I wanted to see that. You know, you first, uh, just the blending of the two. Yeah, mythological yeah. creatures to um yeah have as 
as they JJ have... put in her thing, that they're, they're, they're supposed to be like the helpers, aren't they? But they've got an ulterior motive. The ulterior motive, yeah. <laughs> Shouts out, and I hadn't read that into that. I had, um, you know, elephant spirits calling me home. I had always, I always thought, and and there's a line actually in practice in in um, Emperor of Sand as well, um, with the you know like something about daughters, you know, like. Uh, like like the, all of that alludes to oh, like the sultan's a, daughters yeah yeah um, drowning in sultan's daughters or something it, you know? yeah um there's there's these allusions to these dynamics and characters and plots and and i've um i can't remember if it was james cameron or something but they talk about it's like it's a, it's an interesting challenge to like there was no planned sequel at all but like you can revenge you can re- no it was Pirates of the caribbean they were talking about like we suddenly had a notion of, of developing, you know, extending and deepening. And it's like, ah, oh, give me that. Oh, I'd do it for free. Ooh, I would do that whole <laughs> fucking thing for free. I'd be like, guys, I'll direct. I will fucking, I will break story. I'll, we'll do writing room shit. And, and just, and, and yeah, like they did like a little novelty video game for blood mountain, but I, I you know, especially with you playing um, breath of the wild with them, um, uh, you know, Emperor of Sand, like, din, 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 din. like that's very Gerudo <laughs> Valley as well, you know? Yeah, man. Um, Scorpion Breath. and Oh, yeah. So obviously for me, Scorpion Breath. What's your favorite? Um, oh, actually, Steam Breather. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Again, it, it's, it's tricky. Steam Breather is absolutely great. Do, um, do, do. Yeah. What's the, um, what's the other one? Um I've got the record here. Just... That's cool, man. Let's let's dive on in. I can't remember what the song title is. I got, I got. Word to the wise. Word to, Word the, to wise. the wise is probably my favorite. Yeah, man. I love these these kind of one liners, like "Word to the wise, tread lightly." Like it's just yeah. strong nomenclature, man. You know. That's like, stars. why am I treading lightly? What's what? what, what I know. I, what am I stepping into? You're stepping <laughs> on the precious stones, is what you're pretty stepping yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, I love it. That's that's rad, dude. And and um, you know, another thing for me is uh, <laughs> uh, it was there was an interesting thing with with Emperor of Sand because it was roughly roughly ten years since I had first discovered you know 2007 2008 and it was like coming out in 2017 touring in 2018 and um. You know my discovery of uh, my discovery of of the band was was simultaneous with my discovery of Aquatine Hunger Force. I remember very we didn't have Amoeba Records, but here in Sydney we had something like Heresy Records or something. It was it's another one word that mm. uh, they've closed down. They were in Broadway and they just big music store. And in that one day, I picked up Obzen sugar oh nice um back when we were buying shit i picked up aquatine hunger force colon movie theater film for theaters or whatever the fuck. that film is amazing <laughs> um so every and- everybody that i've introduced to aquatine hunger force they're just like Why do you it's a groovy shit? time for a movie time so grab your gal i, just- I remember hearing that song when it kicked in and i was like this sounds yeah. like a band trying to take the piss out of Mastodon. Yeah. And then yeah. found out that it was Mastodon. I was like, don't talk, watch. <laughs> oh, dude. So I will good. bite your torso. So give you a disease. <laughs> um, yeah, man. And so 
Yeah, he, I, you know, I hope they appear in Acrodong side pieces, which they're, I was fucking overjoyed when they announced that. It's going to examine the villains, which is great is because... It, is something else coming? Yeah, yeah, Aquatine Hunger Force, uh, they're doing Acrodong side pieces. It's more, more Aquatine's oh, no way. brother. Yeah, bro. Nice. Okay, so I'm coming overseas, going to bring you your fucking microphone cable. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I found did, it in the end. You found it, I know, I know. Yeah. So for the listeners uh, in the pre-show, he was looking for his microphone cable and I was like, I found one. I'll just hold on. I'll just throw it. How great <laughs> would that bit have been? You know, um, no, man, that's cool. OK, so, yeah. So, again, another smattering of like can't really quite pick. And again, it speaks to the self like the self given, you know, the self self-set standards of like no it has to pass through like you know how when they're doing the records and i've seen it a few times even during once more round and um yeah definitely with harsh and groom is they have the whiteboard with the songs you know and mm. they just and they and they you know the tra- i'm sure other bands do that whatever but we've got do one that. in our room as well big exactly like it's got all the, the the different parts of the song yeah. which parts we've nailed and what still needs work it's mm. it's we mm-hmm. call it the chairman of the board chairman of the world i love it um yeah and so and so uh and what you can tell is that they're they're really like crafting this thing like making it the best fucking version of itself um and also folks like yeah hashtag is is two it's a double album like that's it's like we got two mastodon albums and and i don't uh, put album 10 for them i don't put that past any day any any um time before uh 20 2024 i think i'm gonna put yeah they might and that might sneak into 25 you know i think they're probably already working on something oh yeah because they usually do it in between tours like bill said that he goes oh, into yeah. his okay. studio and starts writing with Stu- covid and all Stu- that studio um they recorded the album during like the first wave kind of thing yeah and obviously finished working on it going forward with it but with the breaks in the touring cycle it's like mm. Mm, maybe they're hey, up to something hey dude let's go a little bit of wild speculation um so it's interesting scott kelly wasn't on uh yeah. Grimm. that's yeah, know, Grimm, yeah he was on fallen torches which we love you know oh um, yes but a couple of people that just feels like oh like yeah like let's go is obviously with with bran and and jerry cantrell sharing their birthday like I would love to hear Jerry on on a mass on the tenth Mastodon record, like oh definitely, who man. you know who like helped um, you know Mastodon were part of that wonderful induction ceremony um, with the Seattle Museum, which if you haven't seen it, folks, um, so Mastodon performed. It wasn't wood. I think someone else did wood. Um, man, uh, the, it, it wasn't man in the box either. Oh fuck, it's so I thought good. It was and, wood. Nah, it was someone else uh mastodon uh allison chains people are yelling right now in chains if i was <laughs> fucking savvy i would have chats going i'm just a fucking I'm just <laughs> this hopeless luddite it's like zoom no one fucking uses zoom. every well businesses and shit use zoom but all the kids are using discord and it just danny we are of a certain generation it's like I just think, do you remember it's like you would call a you would call ahead or you would agree to like meet someone? There was less yeah. instant like I love accessibility, but that level of accessibility, like you can just talk and it's like, what? No, <laughs> like we need to set things up. There has to be some ceremony. Yeah. You know, that instant accessibility, man. It's like I'm social, but not that social. 
you know, <laughs> uh, induction. No, it was a good one. So, folks, if you haven't already Googled it, it's again. They did again. Ah, yes. That's right. Hey, you know, again, again. I love it. So good. It's so good. I would have um, loved to have gone to the tour as well when it was uh, Mastodon, Alice in Chains and Deftones and it was called oh, the Black Diamond Sky Tour. Fuck. Because they all had the, you had Crack the Sky, Diamond Eyes and uh, Black is Way to Blue. Black is Way to Blue, that's right. Yeah. Phenomenal. I mean, yeah, what, um, what a fucking tour to, oh, to, to have seen. Let's see. Wow. <laughs> Hush, hushed and immutable. Uh, oh, don't tease me like that. Interesting. <laughs> Can you and imagine? Fo- yeah, I know, right? And then Fortitude, but that's, you know, that was a couple, like a year or so oh, ago. That. Love yeah. Gojira. Love it. Chats out to Russell, um, uh, who, who, who was kind. He's, he directed the chant music video for, for Gojira, and he was on the show. And um, so you can go check that one out. And definitely want to, I, 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 you know, so you first. I can't, I can't remember if I mentioned this before, but. I like with um like the tour that's coming up. It's got like Opeth and Mastodon, yeah, it's like a joint headliner kind of thing. Uh huh. Um, I I love that if you like Mastodon, you probably like Opeth. Oh yeah. If you like Mastodon, you probably like Gojira. Gojira, you, it's a spread, like, man. Yeah, yeah. If you like ha- Opeth, there's a good chance you'll like Meshuggah. And mm-hmm. and then High on Fire bands. and Baroness. Yeah, and they're all like and... these sister bands, and oh, I love it. It's good, dude. And and it's like, if you know someone that likes Mastodon, there's a very good chance that they're gonna like Gajira. You know, yeah. you, you you kind of you're like, wow, did we just become best friends? Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> it's will it's the Will Ferrell John C. Riley thing all the fucking time, because um, it's it's it truly is generally like you don't just like that one band. It's usually you have that concatenation, and yeah. and Primus too. You know, because they mm-hmm. fucking the, and yeah, like less a less Claypool on a Mastodon record. Like, come on! Oh. Like the thing is, because we know there's that, like we saw it a bit in Crack the Sky, but that and a bit in Aunt Lisa. You know, from one like that insane Zappa esque kind of thing. Like, I want them to break those like battering ram hit number one. Boom! That was uh, you know, Crack the Sky with whatever um, that breakdown Zappa like, and then battering and ram a number bit more two. Kooky. Yes. Number two was Aunt Lisa with those, but number three, like burst open the doors on album three on album 10. Like a, just go fucking, I want Captain Brent Hart, Captain Brent Hart, baby, you know, like with that beef heart insanity. Just, I, well, I, I think they're going to saying yeah, something after they did. Um, I think it was after once more around the sun was released during that cycle. Mm-hmm. And Bron was saying that he would like to do an album that was just insane. Like, yeah, you know, very insane. intense and Weird. just crazy. Like yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard. There's a there's a British band called the Cardiacs. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Cardiacs. I think I read about them today. Interesting. Yeah, their singer is he, he died last year. I think it oh, was now. He, he had a stroke. But oh. their music is just it's insane. There used to be a punk band called Cardiac Arrest, and then they, oh, they right. changed to the Cardiacs. And the only way I can describe it to you is like punk circus music oh fuck yeah it's oh, very I mean, erratic and brands all over I'll, that I'll, I'll send you some links yeah. to it like if you you listen to that and you'd think fucking hell what if if mastodon were to tap into that yeah that would it would lend itself so well you know mm. 
It's even, well, um, in the, the last Baron, that guitar solo, that's kind of like cardiacs in nature. Great. So, you know, Mastodon are very uh, capable of, of doing something really it. wild like that. That's the essence of prog for me. It's, it's an experimental, you know? Yeah. That's what it is, man. And, uh, and again, people saying like, oh, it's they, they, they dip their toes, but never, it's like, for me, like the art is just, what it is unto itself as the full package like that uncompromised artistic and it would it would actually lack integrity to do something on principle right yeah it's you know and um yeah man no i'm digging it uh yeah and also um uh when you go into yeah no well now okay we're 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 in that album 10 speculation space and i love it but like you know we'll, we'll let them do their thing i do i would love for them to you know obviously come to australia but it's like especially coming out of a pandemic it's like i think um i'll catch them i'll catch them in another few years i reckon you know and again are, are australia being quite um i don't know they're being okay but um what i can imagine is that because basically if you're uh, you know, I, I, I'm assuming there's a, there's a, almost like a doubling of costs, really, to 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 go that far. You know, just from certain mm-hmm. locations. So even even like Europe is easier for US bands and um, US bands. It's you know Europe band- is, but the UK is getting harder. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh. That our borders is just getting harder. I, I I went to see Court of Luna in Denmark a couple of years ago when I was over there. Oh yeah. I asked, like, they were doing this massive European tour, and I said, how come you're only playing one date in the UK? Yeah. I said, well, because of Brexit, it's incredibly difficult. Oh, fuck. They had, they had their lighting rig stuck in Norway. Oh, fuck. Due to, some, due to a complication with Brexit in the UK. So what going from fuck? Norway to, to Denmark, Brexit had an effect on this, which meant they had <laughs> to hire a lighting rig elsewhere. Bro. It's like basically because of the taxes on everything, mm. it's not worth the money. Because Court of Luna, if they were to do two or three show, two or three four shows in the UK, they wouldn't be able to afford to have like a tour bus or something because of the insurance mm. and everything on the shows. It's just that like, fucking wow. sucks. Yeah, that so sucks. It's, it's getting really difficult to like. Even Opeth, Opeth usually play a good few shows mm-hmm. in the UK, but the last time they did like three shows. And oh, nothing local to me. So me and Amy had to go to Bristol, which is like well, down south. Buddy, Danny, we just need to agree that we all need to move to the US. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll just let's just what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like, LA. LA. Right? Let's go and hang no, out at Amoeba. Ray would Ray would fucking love it. It would we would, you know, we'd have to, you know, maybe reconcile some of the the two okay three things for me it's it's the guns it's the sugary food <laughs> and it's the toilets <laughs> they have weird fucking toilets in the u.s guys it's like they're like really swimming. they're like little swim- have you been to the u.s no they're like they're swimming pools dude it's it, it will actually disconcert you it's like it, it, it will feel weirdly like lynchian you know like you or a nightmare like wait a minute you expect me to sit on that like the water's <laughs> right there like i will, <laughs> i shift one inch i'm dipping right yeah you're holding and your I, balls above yeah the, i didn't the... come to have my balls dipped in like fucking toilet water dude i and then and then we're savages because we have that tiny little water water reservoir mm. <laughs> you know classy <laughs> topics here anyway um i really didn't know about the, the toilet you didn't situation. see now i'm so glad i was there because to- no one fucking told me it was traumatic <laughs> 
<laughs> it was fucking traumatic. I, and you know why they didn't tell me? Because it's a fucking dirty secret. Like they won't. Uh, so well, now you're at least prepared when you go to the yeah. US, just bring your fucking bathers. Anyway, did you have you, have you ever been to Marrakesh? Uh, no, probably had there at some point. But yeah, go ahead. Well, they have toilets where it's just a hole in the ground. Bro. And either side of the hole, it's like, um, you know, skate stoppers. Oh. <laughs> on All top right. of stairs, it says that they've got like that either side so you don't slip. And you've just got to like hover. Okay. Well, that I ain't mean, that a bit of fun. <laughs> certain places they've modernized it because it's kind of like a touristy place. But we went to the oh, Atlas Mountains. Such courtesy. And, and <laughs> we were up there and we went to this place to go to the toilet. And it was oh. like, there's no toilet paper. Great fun. And it's Great just fun. a hole in the ground. With the, the, no doors. The... No doors either. Phenomenal. <laughs> the scatological adventures of Albert and Danny. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it, bro. I don't um, know why that's we a... started talking about that. but That sounds like a Frank Zappa song. Like he would, <laughs> or, or a Les Cable song. Um, uh, yeah, no, I wanted to say, so, okay. And I didn't mean to, because this all started from me talking about like Immutable and like the touring. What I would like, interestingly, is... I don't know if they've ever toured together, but I would love to see, you know, Porcupine Tree coming out of, <laughs> coming yeah. out of there, you know, you know, I don't know if porcupines are all up on a ball. Is that what they do? No. Um, <laughs> so they're, they're unfurling Porcupine Tree. And, and have you heard Harrigan? Uh, <gasps> Hold I've on heard one of that, one of their new tracks. I can't remember. Well, yeah, it, well, that, it would, it would then be Harrigan because I think that's the one that's released, which is, yeah. I think they've got two out now. They do, they do, yeah. So Opeth, yeah. uh, Pokemantry, and um, and Tool and Mastodon, like that would be, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this is sort of dream territory kind of shit. And you know, all I hope is is that we're not, um, yeah, we're not post post enormous tour. You know, like that's why I, I get I get heartened when I hear about. You know, that's why you know the interview with. And I, there's a reason why I keep looping back to this, folks, with the Jack White interview. It's because he's like, for the longest time, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I do my thing. I, I edit with like razor wire. I, like, I do things really old school. But for this new one, Fear of the Dawn, like I think that title probably is this allusion to like he was afraid of the dawn of this new age of technology or something. But he, he's done his, he's done his hair all blue and he's fucking, he, he's record, he recorded, um, a lot of like some of these tracks were like fully like for the first time like fully using tech and the un- interviewer asked him why it's like this is crazy like you you're like the analog guy and it's like i'm still the analog guy but i but the fight is over to many because we won like now and he released that video of being like you know fucking we are pressing as in vinyl pressing our asses off we have so much demand vinyl is no longer a boutique item it is back come on, like Sony and WB. Yeah. And he, he sort of, you know, entreated the the largest places. It's like, you know, stop, open up vinyl plants again. And yeah, that man. gave me hope because what I would love to see is, you know, at some point I want to meet you IRL, man. Like how fucking cool would it be to like meet on like an amazing fucking tour of them, like touring with, you know, on album 10, like touring with these other big, the big band tour. You know what I mean? You know, like the fucking Unholy Alliance motherfucker, you know? Oh yeah, man. Um, Slayer, come out of it. What the fuck are you doing? Kerry King didn't want to quit. Get the fuck out of retirement, Slayer. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's Tom Array doesn't like Kerry King I mean, anymore. Maybe. I know, I know, I know. Bad That's relationship. Cool. What are you going to well, do? Yeah, I mean, like, 
just just getting to I, I remember a few years ago it was probably mm-hmm. around about the time of the hunter and heritage yeah 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 and um it was another joint headline tour it was opeth bastard mm-hmm. and ghost oh yeah oh yeah see this is when ghosts were nobodies as well like you know they had yeah. opus out and that was it and it was like what a fucking tour oh, and now all of those bands are much bigger now than they were yeah. back then i mean i can't see ghosts ever doing a joint headline tour with three bands but Ooh. oh yeah they, they do they're they're quite you know with their setups and everything although again who knows what kind of cool alchemy might happen they do like creating an atmosphere um on a teaser trailer for an upcoming ghost podcast episode um, I'm gonna have this fucking this 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 motherfucker on it. Uh, <laughs> we have to talk about how I um, so A24. I've I've long, uh, <laughs> you know, prophesied that you know, because he's he is interested in you know Tobias, like he's interested in mixed media, and and so I am convinced that there's gonna be uh, an A24 film made of like in secret about the clergy, which is like the fictional you know people that release the ghost music yeah and and uh that ties in actually with, I mean, with my got, hopes they've got the short episodes on youtube yeah they do yeah, yeah. and it'll be chapters. part of that and it'll be yeah. and i i call it a mixture of midsummer and amadeus like yeah i've got all kinds of yeah um I so that's watch midsummer but somebody told oh, me get yeah man it, it's 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 a trip yeah, have you seen hereditary Arias's yeah. first film, fucking yeah, hey, dude, fucking loved it. Hey. So many people hated on that film as well. No man, it was great. Again. <laughs> sorry for saying they have brain damage, but they do. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, um, the no, girl yeah, in the t- film definitely t- did t- after hearing oh, her head off that post. Shit, fuck. <laughs> nice. Hey, nice, nice decapitation pun, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's cool. And yeah, we do also do the. When it comes to things like, you know, A24, like, because there is an A24 podcast, I just stick on community and then, oh, the A24 community podcast. Um, and then also when, because we do have, interestingly, we have podcasts about podcasts. And so then I'll just be like community podcasts and stuff. And I'm prepared. Like if they say, if Massillon's like, hey, we want to start our own, you know, could we have the URL? I'll be like, fucking use it, man. We'll just be known as yeah, the man. community podcast. And that's what we do with Last, um, Last of Us as well. Yourself. and that'd be awesome to get established that connection with them yeah yeah of course you can have the url and there you go come on the that, show and that's that right. on yours eh? <laughs> exactly and then your daughter can marry my brother you know whatever <laughs> uh, the, the the joining of the families um, yeah. um dude we're coming up to an hour and a half this mm. has been fucking rad could easily go well into the night dude um we what will time is it for you over there it is because I'm an old man and work tomorrow at 9 30. Uh so yeah, Q, Q here. I can hear everyone being like, oh wow, fucking all right. <laughs> Go to bed, granddad. <laughs> um but yeah, it's, no, uh, it's half twelve here in the afternoon. Yeah, man. That's cool. I like how in, in the UK, because we love black books. Let's say you guys say half twelve, like half ten, you know. <laughs> have I joined a cult? I love, <laughs> I fucking love Black Books, dude. It's such a good show, isn't it? It is, it is. Um, but man, two incredible records, uh, both tied, you know, in some senses, sadly, but in, in many senses, like when we think about how there is sadness and, and, and trials and times that happen, like when, when we do chuck a mastodon or take that route, which 
I would love again at some point to speak with the dudes and just be like, so this notion of like channeling, you know, darkness into into light, like this thing of this cyclicality and like you want like agreeing as a group of of, of friends and human beings and artists to, to let that process happen, which is that that's in many ways what has fueled some of the most beautiful art. And the art actually goes on to enshrine and honor, you know, these 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 figures, you know, Bill's mom and 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 it's their and, bravery uh, to friends. tackle and be emotional as a metal band as well because it's it is you know it's uh it's that it's that yeah positive masculinity like that 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 you know strength and vulnerability masculinity which mm-hmm. is fucking we need more of it and 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 all three all five all four of them are like fucking beasts like lethal art art creating cosmos in human form but they're also human beings and they're also yeah. a bunch of fucking you know bunch of goobers uh they're all these things and and then that's it's a good kind of meta message about like just be be all the things don't just be one of the things you know yeah and, um, I, so. I just like the fact that they just they book the trend for what metal bands yeah. are usually expected to be the, the stupid t-shirts that they wear and yeah bro do, do you know what i mean I, yeah you know, like i said that's earlier the, the wearing that suit with all the balloons all over yeah, it's, the so right. it's like the most yeah. serious award show ever and they just go there like Dressed as a baseball player yeah. and a fucking a balloon <laughs> yeah. man. Who, who won the Grammy again? Instead of them, it was it was it was best metal performance. <laughs> what this year or last? Yeah, time? this year, this year. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, I know that they didn't win this time. Did they win that time though with the balloon suit? Uh, they won. Yeah, they won for um, you know, um, Sultan's Curse in 2017. Ah, that was the last time. Uh, yeah. I'll, yeah. Anyway, buddy, make sure to have. A really good rest of the day. I think it's yeah, going to be I'm manifesting good things for you with with all the different spheres of life, creatively, personal life stuff. Man, I'm just sending you good yeah. energy from I'm over here work today and tomorrow. I've got a gig with the band. Nice. Which okay, yeah. tell me uh, um, for if you're a local, uh, where's what's the area? Like, use to come on, tell people. Um, yeah, it's um, if you live in England in Shropshire. Uh-huh. There's yeah. a, a place called Albert Shed in Shrewsbury. Oh, nice and, day. Uh, we're playing. It's like yeah. It's almost an open mic night, but we're the headlining band. What they do now is they have like um, some of the DJs that work there. They get them to pick a band to showcase. Oh, so it's fuck like yeah. okay, loads of people come and loads of people are free to play music, and then we headline the night. So, so it's kind of a way to introduce us to them and them to us. Um, oh, that's establish great. Establish a connection for to build a, a music scene again because the Shropshire yeah, music scene just died on its ass about fifteen <laughs> years ago or something. And it, it, despite numerous attempts to revive it, it's not quite got there yet. But Albert's mm-hmm. Shed is kind of um, a lot of people see it as a bit of a hipster bar, but for for the good that it's doing for the music community, oh, that's good, I'm man. Well, I'm well up for it. So yeah, fuck yeah, man. All right. Easy if you're listening to this and you're in the Shrewsbury area, do it. Say hi. Fucking hey, do it, man. Um, we'll do a uh, we'll we'll wrap up and we'll do a post show as well. But um, folks, take it easy and then like ha- have a good rest of your weekday month. Um, until we record and and then put the next one out. It shouldn't be too long. Uh, because yeah, May man, twenty years of remission. That's gonna be what a trip. What a what a what a record. So. But yeah, onwards forth and and um yeah man, uh, I'll I'll wave I'll wave wave to the little Macedonians. See you guys, take it easy. Bye.
Take care. Bye. All right. Now that we're in the poster, hit me with it, man. So, all, like, all I want to do as your friend, like, is there all, all, all chill? Like, that's like, you know, again, I want to be respectful and stuff, but like, I know it's heavy and all that, but like, I just, yeah. Like you said, if if it's better this way, then like I'm just I'm happy for you. So I just give you a big yeah. Hug. It's it's just it's one of those things. It's probably uh, probably been on the cards for a while. It's just yeah, man. One of those things when you've been together for so long, it's yeah, dude. Thank you, you don't want to be the one that goes. <laughs> let's just let's not do this anymore. In yeah. case the other actually wants to. So it's like, yeah, it's which is fun. a bittersweet thing, right? It's because yeah. you care for each other, but you can unconsciously be dragging it out because yeah. so and, and I you feel I, like you're yeah. dragging it out, but they're happy in the situation. You don't want to yeah. be like, well, this doesn't work. So I know because right? they might be thinking it does work or mm-hmm. hoping but, to get it back on track, but you know. But they say two three things will always be revealed: the sun, the moon, and the truth you know so if it's if it's gonna happen if it's the truth then so from that point of view i think you know i'm just happy that that the truth uh yeah you know living living that life is 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 is, you know a lot of people don't take they they just they they graft and then they compromise and then they yeah like there's a there's an erosion of of who each person is and um, but all i can say is dude like i've said this before it's uh have i said okay i'll say it now dude like from the openness that you like you have an openness to life like uh i think in terms of the coast across the network like you just you're there man like you're you're with it and and you're you're tuned into your art and i think moments like this will bring you closer to your art for sure um and uh and you're walking an amazingly worthwhile path and you're like a fucking straight up like one of the real ones as they say you know and I appreciate uh, you you've to me you've only and i know i know this like you, you've got really rad things in your future for all the things so and you've always got a friend in australia so there Absolutely, if you end up here yeah. <laughs> same likewise oh thanks brother well, unless we all we all go, go to la yeah, yeah we are it's that's the plan <laughs> that is the plan all right I'm, I'm i'm gonna sign off as the old man that i am um and get to editing take no it worries easy, brother. Man. big hugs to speak to you again man so take good if i can take it easy we'll, we'll we'll chat some remission in a couple of weeks yeah man sweet <laughs> See you, brother. Be Take well. care, Albert, man. Bye, man. <laughs> All right.